Hi everyone, uh, my name is Ling Nguyen. I'm a former journalist in Southeast Asia. And joining me today is Derek Grossman. Uh, Derek, can you please introduce yourself? Hi, yes, I'm Derek Grossman. I'm a senior defense analyst with Rand Corporation. Good to be with you today. Likewise. Um, Derek, I'd love to ask you a burning question. After reading your recent um, a fantastic op-ed um, about Duterte's views towards uh, China and U.S. And I obviously, obviously understand that you're saying uh, Duterte is moving towards U.S. closer to China. But you also say uh, any future president is likely to favor Washington over Beijing. Uh, is it too early to say so? Thanks. Yeah, I think that really kind of your question really kind of hits at the heart of what I was trying to argue in the piece. Uh, that came out last week in foreign policy, uh, which is that Duterte, even though you know he's a mercurial character uh, and he's been very pro-China since he uh, entered office, uh, I think has come to the realization that uh, he really needs to rely on the United States to offset uh, Ch Chinese bad behavior, particularly in the South China Sea. We've seen um, Duterte come in and say, you know, he's going to get uh, a joint exploration deal with China in disputed areas. That never happened. Uh, and instead, we've seen a steady uptick uh, in terms of Chinese behavior using the Coast Guard, uh, as well as using fishing militia uh, at places like V2 or Pagasa Island. Also, you know, we had the um, the the uh, the fishing boats moored uh, at Whitsum Reef earlier this year, so it's really difficult for Duterte to make the argument that the Philippines doesn't need the U.S. and is going to trade the U.S. in for China. Uh, and you know, obviously, Duterte tried to cancel the Visiting Forces Agreement uh, in February 2020, uh, and that was postponed. That 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 decision was postponed several times. And then, when the Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin visited the Philippines this uh, this past July, uh, Duterte reversed that decision. Uh, and a lot of other good things have happened since then. In September, uh, you had the uh, Defense Secretary Lorenzana visit the United States, as well as the Foreign Secretary Luxon. Uh, and when Lorenzana met with Austin, they decided to re up a bilateral strategic dialogue, as well as the Enhanced Defense Cooperation Agreement, or EDCA. Uh, so these are all really positive signs. For the future, uh, I think that any candidate for president uh, in June 2022 uh, will have to essentially cozy up to the United States, just like Duterte has. The Filipino population, as well as the, the defense establishment, are overwhelmingly pro-U.S., uh, so I don't really see much of an option there. But I want to turn it over to you in terms of U.S.-China competition and Vietnam. Do you think Vietnam is having to play a similar balancing act between the two? That's a great question, Derek. Um, I think the biggest difference between Vietnam and Philippines is that Philippines uh, alliance with U.S., while Vietnam's uh, rule of thumb is no alliance with any foreign countries. Um, so it's just uh, different. Um, but also Vietnam has been like playing the balancing act between the two superpowers, uh, very challenging, but playing it pretty well. 
Um, but I've been thinking that uh, the COVID pandemics has like uh, has been reshaping the geopolitics, especially viewed from countries like Vietnam towards the U.S. and China, because somehow the con- some countries like uh, mistrust of China is raising. Um, because like of China like denying the COVID uh, origins and also a uh, situation in Wuhan at the beginning. So uh, I, I also tend to think that Vietnam might move forward by U.S. closer than it used to be. But on the other hand, still have to rely economic, economically uh, heavily on China. Uh, so it is, might be like tougher for Vietnam how, how it can place between the two countries. But I also agree with you that Vietnam might move a little bit closer to you, the U.S. in the next couple of years. Um, but actually, I've also been thinking like two countries really have to take side. Like, do they really have to choose between the two superpowers or can they leave uh, with both? Yeah, I mean, I think in the case of Vietnam and frankly, most Southeast Asian countries, I mean, we're not going to see them choose sides. Uh, And, you know, in the case of Vietnam specifically, uh, you know, Vietnam has been dealing with China for thousands of years and I think has done a pretty darn good job at at making sure that China doesn't um, do things that Vietnam that would be inimical to uh, Vietnamese interests. Uh, But with the Philippines, I think it's fundamentally different because they do have uh, the Mutual Defense Treaty. Uh, The Philippines has leaned to the U.S. uh, many, many decades ago. And so it it shouldn't be a new thing within this uh, context of of U.S.-China competition. you know, so and I and I think that what we saw with the with the ASEAN uh, summit as well as the East Asia summit is that you know no very few countries uh, in the region are you know out outright picking the U.S. or China over the other. So uh, I want to thank you for the time today that you've made to uh, to chat and uh, talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks, Derek. Take care.